Hello and welcome to the Revive Podcast. I'm your host, Willis Yanko. The title of today's podcast is Flying by the Instrument Panel, and we will be looking at several different passages today. There's a small youth camp several hundred miles above Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Canada. In the winter, the only way that you can get there is by ice road over Lake Athabasca. In the summer, you have two options. Either you can fly in and land on the rough runway on the south of the camp, or you can take a barge up the North Saskatchewan River. Camp was starting in a week, and me and a couple other camp workers were on a plane several thousand feet above the Canadian North. Below us, rugged and majestic, trees and rocks and lakes stretched for miles. But things were beginning to look bad. A minute before, I had been able to see everything. But now we were surrounded on every side by white fog. To make things worse, the small plane pitched and tossed. What had started as a calm flight and clear skies had devolved into a bucking, lurching, white-knuckled jaunt. Thankfully, our pilot was seasoned. Crop dusting daily in the summer and flying to Hong Kong bi-weekly made him ice cold behind the yoke. But now even his eyes showed concern. His hands clutched the controls, and his eyes rested intently on the instrument panel. Today, I want to talk about storms. Life has many storms, and they come in different forms and and different places. One day, it may be a storm where someone or something is lost. It may be something as trivial as misplacing a phone or keys or even being late to work. Or something maybe as serious as losing a loved one to cancer. It could come in the form of abrupt sickness, illness, rejection, abuse, false accusation, a failed test, a job loss. It could come in the form of a natural disaster like a hurricane or, in the case of right now, a global pandemic that brings normal life to a screeching halt. Whatever the form, all of us will experience storms. In Matthew 14, we see an example of a bad reaction in the storm. The disciples were absolutely terrified. And to be honest, if I was in their place, I probably would be too. But Peter has sort of a different reaction. Peter sees Jesus walking on the water and cries out, Lord, if it be you, tell me to come out on the water. In faith, Peter takes a step and then another But suddenly he feels the wind buffeting and the waves tossing and he takes his eyes off Jesus. And at that moment, he begins to sink. Lord, save me, he cries. And Jesus reaches out and catches him. O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? You know, the storms of life give us a great opportunity to practice our faith. In these difficult times, we have a choice. Either we can look to Jesus and stand on the stability of his word, or we can look to the storm and sink into unbelief in the unstable circumstances. And that choice is really up to us. In light of the inevitability of a storm, here are a few stabilizing truths to remember the next time you find yourself tossed in the sea of life. Number one. Remember that God loves you. 
Romans 8, 38 through 39 says, For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. In Romans 8, Paul asks, What can separate us from the love of God? And the answer is nothing. Literally nothing can separate us from the love of God. Even in the darkest, most painful storm, the love of Christ remains constant and stable. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. You can be confident that he's feeling your suffering, even as you are in the midst of it. Number two, remember that God is in control. Job 1.12 says, And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power. Only upon himself Put not forth thine hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. When Satan attacked Job, he first had to get permission from the Lord. It was only when God approved the attack that Satan could move against Job. Likewise, everything that happens in our lives must first pass through God's good approval. God is ultimately good, and he truly has our best interests at heart. If we love God, all things, even the bad things, will work together for good in our lives. Number three, remember that God is listening. 1 Peter 5.6 says, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. God tells us to cast all of our care upon him. That means we're to bring literally everything to him. Because he is in control, He's able and willing to change the world in response to our prayers. When we pray with a pure heart, we can be confident that our prayers are being heard. When we ask for things according to his will, he will answer. He will change the world. That's a promise. Pray expecting that God will answer. Number four, remember that God is refining you. Romans 5, 3-5 says, And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. God even uses the hard things in our lives to perfect us. Romans 5 calls these hard times tribulations, When we react with faith in tribulations, God develops patience in our hearts. Patience in this context means really a sustained faith. When we have this sustained faith, we gain experience. James tells us in these hard times to let patience have her perfect work. Our faith becomes perfected when we experience God's faithfulness applied to our situation. This then leads us to hope in God without shame in the future because we see that God is loving and keeps his promises. After circling in the thick fog for several minutes, I remember catching sight of the familiar airstrip I knew from other times at camp. Although the plane lurched and bounced in our descent, we eventually found ourselves safely on the ground. The instrument panel and a good pilot had led us safely home. The truths of the Word of God 
are a lot like the instrument panel in that plane. Truth is constant and certain. The Word of God tells us where we are, where we need to be, and how to get there. When the storm rages outside, we can be confident that our instrument panel is fine-tuned to perfection and will always provide the correct reading, even in the worst storm. Whatever happens, we can be confident that our Lord will expertly guide us through every storm of life. As we come to the end of this episode, are you in a storm today? If so, remember that God loves you and that he's listening to you. The Bible says, Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. God cares for you, and he's listening. The Revive Podcast is produced by me, Will Asienko. Thanks for listening.